0: To another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers. I'm out of breath today. Fifth wheels. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Teardrops and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive. RV warranty forever, game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Men America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MinAmericaRV.com. And um, big country, welcome in. <laughs> also, surprise, we will be at Arrowhead Stadium again with the fellas from MidAmerica RV. This Sunday for Chiefs Bills, kind of a little surprise. Didn't really know we were gonna go.
1: Yeah, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, and uh, rumor is I'm jumping through a table, whether it's on fire or not, I'm going through it. So uh, <laughs> every it table, so every table better beware, because I might just be walking by a tailgate and be like, table, boom. It will be. It'll be fun to be up there with Bills fans. It, obviously, they tailgate very, very well. Dude, what if me and a Bills fan it was like a unison type of deal?
0: Do you think that it would be that way?
1: No, I wouldn't make – I wouldn't allow it to be, honestly. Because as I, I would how, jump, I would be like, Go Chiefs! And hit the table and break I, it. And I, then he I would be like, how, ah, shit. Like for each fan base would be.
0: Like, well, I don't, I don't know. Because I don't have Bills with the
1: Bills, but – I thought everything was cool until the AFC Champions game last year towards the end once Kansas City had kind of, you know, spanked their ass and then sent them off to the room. They got a little lippy. They started kind of pushing around. It was a little physical for no reason. I was like, hey, game's over. Stop it. You And you mean the actual game? Yeah, the AFC Championship game. I think things are fine now. Like, I I, I get it, but. I think one of the dumbest things in
0: the world is hating somebody based on who their, fan, like who their team oh, is. Oh, I feel
1: that way. Yeah, but a lot of stuff. It's like, okay, you don't like it? Hey, that's all right. I still think right? you're a good person. You <laughs> yeah. might be stupid, but I still think you're a good person.
0: One of our good friends that we hang out with all the time, Oklahoma fan. Going to watch a game with him this Saturday. I don't. You do know him, but you're just not thinking of it. I don't want to mention his yeah. name if he doesn't want to mention, but oh. it's just so stupid to be like, oh, you like this team? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it okay. doesn't I have to be yeah. that way. I was like, oh, you f- Now, I'm am I no going to sit there and praise OU and be like, oh, I love your team so much. We're best friends. No, no, sir.
1: But no, we'll, when the game's on, we'll be a little lippy back and forth. I also
0: like. Even with that stuff, like
1: because it's I, a friendly banter. That's the way I look at
0: mm-hmm. it. I remember like going to watch the Texas LSU game a couple of years ago, and there were some LSU fans in there, uh-huh. and they were real mouthy. We were pretty mouthy, but at the end of the game, it was like, "Hey,
1: good job, fellas!" Like, yeah, I wouldn't help a guy get out <laughs> of a fight like three blocks down the street. Like, that's fun
0: to do as long yeah. as you understand, like, hey, we're not taking this too personal. It's just kind yep. of fun to do. It's like shit talking in sports. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fun to do on the court. I'm the ty- And then as soon as it ends, it's like, hey, good game, man. See you later.
1: So I'm the guy, I feel bad. I don't, I don't know why. I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or physically hurt anybody. So I feel like I've always been kind of, like, soft or sensitive in that way. It makes me sound mm-hmm. like a real little bitch right now. <laughs> but it's like, if I'm doing really good in something or, like, the team I'm cheering for is doing really good, I kind of want to be quiet because I don't want to say something and this person's like fuck you dude, you're just a mouthy son of a mm-hmm. gun. You're only acting like this cuz you're winning. So that's why like when I'm losing something, I'm also kind of vocal cuz it's like fuck me. Like god, you suck it. Well, golf. we were also
0: in Miami for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Chiefs 49ers. Yep. And the 49ers jumped out to kind of a big lead. Not even really a big lead, but they were kind of controlling the game. Yeah. And there was a 49ers fan there who kept talking shit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought it was going to be one of those deals where it was, oh, yeah, you talk shit about our team. We'll mm-hmm. kind of talk shit about your team. And then the Chiefs won yeah. and went up to the guy and was like, hey, you know, no hard feelings, yeah. good game, you guys yeah. got a great team, Sorry, whatever. you suck. Just yeah, me. and he was like, no, don't fucking talk to me. I'm like, oh, you're going to be that guy? Oh, hard ass. Hard <laughs> like, ass alert. Yeah, that's so annoying. So don't don't be that fan. Yeah. Ever. It's just...
1: Just have some fun with it. And like you said, we're going to the game this Sunday, Chiefs-Bills Sunday night. It's going to be a fun one. It's an exciting atmosphere. Bills, top of the league right now. The only game they lost, we know, is to the Steelers. They have looked unstoppable since then. In Kansas City finally decided to stop shooting their toes off. Maybe they don't have any toes to shoot off anymore or any other feet with turnovers. And they look decent on Sunday. So this is, I think... Clearly, the game of the week, right? Yeah, and we'll get into your power rankings a little bit too. I, I had somebody slide in the DMs and ask for more
0: uh, draft content. We haven't okay. really been hitting up the draft much, so we're going to look at the draft order, how it stands right now. Uh, I tweeted out about the Eagles and the picks that they have number four, number six, and number nine overall. We'll get into that a little bit too. And then some of the quarterbacks that I want to look at as, you know, we came into this year with honestly, I have 15 guys on this list. I have Mel Kuyper's top five quarterbacks, because he put that out yesterday. I have some under-the-radar guys I want to mention. And then some guys who had their name up there. Might be time to go back to school. You're just not cutting it for you. Uh, But I did also want to get into the two surprise cuts. I'm sitting there last night trying to watch the wild card game. And then here comes Adam Schefter with the surprise in-season release. Jalen Smith. Cut by the Cowboys. I had heard rumors in the offseason of them trying to get rid of him, trying to trade him, and then they drafted obviously Michael Parsons. I thought that was a move that was gonna happen. And then it didn't. So it was just kind of out of my mind. And then boom, last night he gets cut. No longer a cowboy. It 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 really surprised me. I did not see that one coming.
1: I mean, I didn't either. And now the thing is where does he go? I mean, you get dropped in the middle of a season like this, you know, you're heading into week five and all of a sudden the team that drafted you to give like you an opportunity after you destroyed your knee in a bowl game. I mean that as nicely as possible. <laughs> respectfully oh, he destroyed as possible. It. Yep. Yeah, and like to come in, the Cowboys give you an opportunity. You come back from the injury, then you get a massive payday. Right. And now they release you, and the Cowboys, they're still paying him $7.2 million to no longer be a Dallas Cowboy. But the thing is, where does he go and what team is desperate for a linebacker? I think we mm. can immediately look at the Kansas City Chiefs, but we'll hold up on that here in a little bit. But, like, other teams across the league, are there any teams that immediately come to your mind and are like, this is where Jalen's Well, the thing down. that worries
0: me is the Cowboys are willing to pay him $7 million to not be on the team. Yeah. Because they don't want him to get hurt because guaranteed money for next year. But also to to free up a roster spot, I guess. But, I mean, this is telling me he's he can't play. That he's no longer good. And he's never missed a game in his career. I, I heard that, so I haven't fact-checked it. Uh, but he's never missed a game in his career, despite the you know terrible knee injury that he yeah, had. Once
1: he's been like released to play, he mm-hmm. hasn't missed a game.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he's been healthy, but it hasn't been great when he's on the field. So, as far as like what teams, uh, well, I know no one wanted to trade for him. Yeah. Part of that is the contract that he had. So, now I, I am curious to see what he will do, where he will land, who needs a linebacker. Uh, obviously, both of us Chiefs fans, mm-hmm. linebackers have not
1: been playing well, but I don't know if that's... I mean, there's almost a part of me that wants the Chiefs to do it, and I kind of wanted to maybe ask about other teams so people don't just think, oh, everything goes directly to the Chiefs. Well, I mean, I think we could all agree the linebackers for the Chiefs have not looked good at all. And like I was going to say, I feel like there's almost a part of me that wants him to go there so people can stop bitching about Ben Neiman. <laughs> like, why is Ben Neiman on the field? Get him off the field. Because right? nobody else can freaking do pass coverage. We want to sit here screaming Anthony Hitchens all damn day and then we want to scream at a rookie, Nick Bolton, who we know is not a pass coverage linebacker. He's a run stopper. He's the future Anthony Hitchens for this team who's just faster than him. Mm-hmm. That's why he's there. In and Jalen Smith, I don't even know if he's a pass coverage linebacker. Like how would He's you... been
0: very bad in pass coverage. I saw some tweets about it last night of people looking at his snaps and how well he's done. Mm-hmm. And he's been absolutely terrible in pass coverage. Like when he's dropped, I think he's been targeted like – The numbers aren't right because I didn't have the tweet pulled up, but he's been targeted like 10 times and had nine completions against him. Oh, shit. The quarterback rating against him is like 110. It's bad. So, and that's where I get into, like, this reminds me a lot of the Josh Gordon stuff, but Mm -hmm. for like a different reason. Everybody knows Jalen Smith, it feels like, but he's not the player that everybody thinks he is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more you know recognition there than there is production and with him looking at some teams that he might sign, I do think Kansas City is probably one of the favorites uh-huh. just because they are the chiefs they are still one of the top teams in the league. but I think another thing that plays into it anytime a player gets released, they want to play the team they want to play you know Jalen Smith probably wants to play the Cowboys again the Chiefs and the Cowboys do play. November 21st, they play each other. A couple other teams that I think are interesting that also play the Cowboys, the Raiders would be, I, I think, a pretty good mm. fit. They need some help. They've been playing that safety whose name I can never remember. The guy you hate. Abram. Uh,
1: Abram. Jonathan Abram. Sorry. Been playing I, I him I paused out there. Something just popped up on my computer, like, download this game. Uh-oh. And I'm like, uh.
0: Hmm. Having computer problems? Oh, okay. Hmm.
1: All of a sudden, I actually am, and I don't know why.
0: Hmm wonder why.
1: No, I'm fine, actually. We're good. We're solid. We're still uh-huh. recording.
0: We're set. Yeah, I, th- I think you know oh, why.
1: Oh, that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What, didn't you them. just have to get a whole new, like... Yes, but I am very you... open.
0: <clears throat> My computer, like, just stopped working last week. I couldn't even <clears throat> now I'm losing because my voice.
1: Why where'd you what'd you do? Well, I
0: couldn't go to like ESPN to find stats or schedules. I couldn't go to NFL.com. I couldn't go to the Draft Scout to even like <laughs> post articles or anything Your own like job. that. <laughs> yeah. I so I couldn't do anything last week. Got a new computer, but I have been very open. There are no like porn viruses on my computer. So let me go
1: ahead and say that for me as well. Yeah, but do
0: we believe it? <laughs> yeah, we should, ah, damn it. I don't See, know.
1: How does this always happen to me? I don't know. Like you, Because you, well, you keep downloading this stuff. No, I, I don't download shit. Oh, you just watch it on your computer. Yeah, this guy, man. You're so good at this <laughs> because I don't have a response back, and I tried to get you, and you completely played off like so smooth. Like, like, dude, no way I did that. And then to me, it's like, you definitely are.
0: Because the thing about me is I don't really care.
1: I, but people, I come off like I care, huh? You do. You yeah. do care. I don't want people thinking I watch porn.
0: Yeah. And I will openly admit, yeah, I do. <coughs> I don't care. And I said last week, if my phone were to just spontaneously blow up, I will not even think twice about why. But my laptop, when it stops working, what the hell? I don't do anything that I'm not supposed to From this device. (laughs) I always just want your phone to just blow up (laughs) so you could be
1: like, yep, that's why.
0: (laughs) It's like that movie where she uh, shows up to the guy's house, punches him in the dick, and she's like, you know why. (laughs) My phone stops working, I will immediately think, you know why. You did this to yourself. We had a good run, but now it's over. And that's, let's take it back to Jalen Smith. Had a good run, (laughs) but I do think teams like the Chiefs, the Raiders, and also the Saints might be three teams that he would be interested in, and I think they could probably use a little more depth on the defense, but also the fact that they they play the Cowboys this year. And I say those three teams as well because I also think they're kind of still in contention.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know that he's going to go to an NFC East team like Washington. Might be a good fit for that defense. Yeah, uh, The Giants, I don't know if he really wants to go to those teams. A couple of the other ones, the Falcons, like, thank you, no. <laughs> Next, uh, the Broncos, yeah. Maybe that would be a good fit. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm going up and down this roster and looking at, or sorry, the schedule and seeing who the Cowboys face. One who that could I possibly
1: need a linebacker. One that I looked at because I went to the schedule as well, similar to you, and I saw Arizona. I mean, this is a team in the offseason who went and got JJ White, AJ Green, and they've still gotten some decent productivity from them.
0: But, yep. They play the
1: Cowboys late. Yeah. So and maybe they're also. Kinda- an NFC there. team, I mean, a contender undefeated. right now. Yeah, I mean, yep. with the way Kyler Murray's playing and the way they're beating teams, I mean, shit, they just beat the Rams what well, seems pretty easily on Sunday. I'm not going to sit here and act like I got to watch the entire game because I didn't, Right, but, you know, you box score, it's like, hey, uh, Arizona's got something going on right now. Yeah,
0: well, and the other guy, Stephon Gilmore, released yeah. – uh, what felt like very early this morning,
1: I woke uh, up to the news. Mm-hmm. My phone just ding 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 yep. ding ding. You have all those tweet notifications. Yep. Poor Adam Schefter, that man probably never sleeps. I don't know how he does. I legitimately like. He was tweeting last night at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Him and Ian Rappaport. and then you get up and it's like Stefan Gilmore's been released. Yeah, it's like this guys, dude stop. He must be like a sensitive sleeper, or he's got one hell of a ringtone that he just. Immediately you imagine wakes being up to. married to him though? He is
0: married, I'm pretty sure. Like in his <laughs> wife. Probably has e- either a normal job or maybe she doesn't work, mm-hmm. but she's laying in bed, probably trying to get her eight hours. Then this
1: motherfucker's phone keeps going. I on. mean, his work's priority number one. <laughs> I wonder how many times it has been like, "Hey, I gotta." Uh, how many fights? Tap out. Have they got,
0: <laughs> do they sleep in the same room?
1: I don't know. Could you imagine being in an argument and all of a sudden be like? Fuck, i got to break news. <laughs> we'll talk on TV? about this later. Yeah.
0: Stephon Gilmore just got cut.
1: <laughs> Either that or they just have the most absolute marriage because he's always so busy mm-hmm. that when he spends time with her, he's just so grateful. And so she just loves how lovey he is to her. What's it like? Maybe he's though? got the best job in the best life. I mean, he's got a good job, but maybe he's just living the best life. Can right
0: you now. imagine, though, like maybe she needs something like in a stereotypical relationship? <laughs> she's like, hey, babe, text you. Bring home some milk on your way home from yeah. work and he probably just has thousands of text messages that he can't get He's probably to. in the basement. He gets home, he doesn't have the milk. Babe, ask for one thing. One thing. That's all you
1: had to do. Get some milk. Turn on the fucking TV. Gilmore was released. I was, uh, was not able to get you milk on the way home from the gym. I couldn't even work out today. Yeah. You know
0: my schedule. <laughs> I also think that Stephon Gilmore is going to be, I, I think, a more attractive free agent than Jalen Smith. The problem with Stephon Gilmore Uh, He is coming off of an injury. He just came off the pup list, and he had that quad injury where Mm -hmm. he tore his quad, had surgery. So I do think you have to wonder, is that okay? So bringing him in for a physical is going to be very important. Make sure that thing checks out. And then also, what kind of contract is he wanting to take on? Again, two Chiefs fans here. Yep. Stephon Gilmore has been a guy that the Chiefs fan base has been
1: talking about for over a year uh was it last year the year before when there was like the trade rumors around it i think matt had kind of dropped it to us like hey there's some interest of like gilmore being traded by new england and it was like holy shit brent Mm -hmm. Veach, please go make that happen
0: and i think one of the things with him though is does he want to go play for a contender like we just talked about jalen smith maybe he wants to go you know play for one of those teams who's going to play the cowboys maybe he wants to play for a team that's winning Stephon gilmore has said before like he wants paid what he's worth. And I that was a large reason why he was released by the Patriots is because they didn't really want to pay him uh, outside that contract that they just given him. Yep. And he's he's kind of sneaky old. I yeah, think he's, he's
1: thirty. Yeah. So and that's my thing. Like from a Chiefs perspective, Chiefs fans perspective, is you haven't even extended Tyron Matthew yet. Sharvarius right. Ward is coming off the books next year or if you're going to sign him he's been the best corner on the team and i don't think that's a, a very high positive like a very positive thing to say either but he has been like he's been your corner that you have somewhat been able to rely on and now you have a 30-year-old corner and Stefan Gilmore coming off a quad injury you can't even one you can't you're not going to be able to afford him right and two if he gets injured again then you're in the hole. And that's the last thing this team needs is another defensive player that's injured and can't play and getting paid tons of money. I'm looking at you, Frank Clark.
0: Yeah, I. but I do Who's think that making, that's almost every team, though. So, Oh, man, this guy was really good, but do we really want to pay him top corner money when he might not be a top corner anymore? And I'm, I really liked him. I'm not trying to like yeah. talk shit on him, but he is coming off of a quad injury. I've never injured a quad. But I would hope that I never do because that sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like, how do you even do that? I, I think you have to run really fast to be able well, to. <laughs> I, maybe I don't have to ever worry about that. I did see some <laughs> drills on TikTok. It was a girl going through speed training drills. Yeah. And she was like, do this warm up. It will help you run faster. I meant to share it with you. Yeah. Did
1: you just decide not to send that to me? I just kept swiping. <laughs> did you like it at least? I think so. Go through your. Uh, I'll and send fire it, it me. up and, and please. <laughs>
0: but yeah, <Help>. um, <laughs> it looks really cool. We'll see if you can do that. But with Stephon Gilmore, uh, I think all thirty well one teams are interested in him because yeah. he is good. But it's at what price? You know, if he wants to sign a one-year deal, be on a playoff team, I think all of them are interested. If he wants top corner money, then you're really going to have to start figuring out who can afford this guy.
1: I mean, really, because like going through the Chiefs uh situation right now in terms of cow space like mike hughes who you traded for from the vikings he's needing a contract next week and he has been your best corner so far this season again i already mentioned charverius ward but you're losing frank clark off the books most likely you're losing anthony higgins off the book which is 35 million dollars right there gone audio see ya um it's just at this point can you afford it and then how much value will he bring you this year Coming off the pup list with this injury.
0: Yeah, a couple teams uh, with a lot of cap space. I just went to OverTheCap.com. Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job of reporting how much money each team has. And the team with the most cap space, surprise, surprise, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, thank you, no. But the next team, the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. That would... And they just traded for C.J. He went J. to Henderson. South Carolina.
1: <laughs> That's, I mean, you Just shit. go be a Panther. Yeah. They're a good
0: team. They need a corner because J.C. Horn just got hurt.
1: Yep. They they did just trade for C.J. Henderson, but you get Stephon Gilmore, that's mm-hmm. nice.
0: Yeah, and when you start to look at some of these other teams, there's just not a lot of money. The Panthers have $19 million in cap
1: space right now. Could you imagine – I saw right before we hopped on that there were a couple teams – uh, that the Patriots, they had kind of released this news to some teams that they trusted in terms of a trade, but they couldn't agree on anything. So that's why they're releasing him. But this doesn't become official until 4 p.m. Eastern time today. That's when he officially becomes a free agent. So he could still possibly be traded today by New England. Well, we've seen it happen before. Yeah, which, which like, is crazy. They released this player. <clears throat> just kidding. Sykes like traded him for a seventh round. Yep. <laughs> so to them, it's kind of a way of being like, all right, hey, maybe we can lessen this or up it because more teams are interested now. Uh, so the other thing that I have, could you imagine being a general manager and just getting a call from, like, Bill Belichick? Like, I feel like that would be the most eye-opening, holy shit, I made it to the NFL. I'm a GM. I'm having a discussion over the phone with Bill Belichick about one of the best corners in the league. Or to even have that power in your hands to be like, no thanks, Bill. Click.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We're all set. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a, a cool moment for sure.
1: All right, before we move on, let's get into some of our sponsors here. First up, Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. Personal protection are there with their no reserved auctions. The reserved auctions, it's a great website. Be sure to go visit it. There's nothing worse feeling, there's no worse feeling, excuse me, Nothing. than being in a position, <laughs> damn it, Mello, than being in a position and you're not able to protect yourself or your family, feel protected by Gunspot, visit them at Gunspot.com.
0: I think I said it yesterday, or maybe it was another day this week, I like that feeling of being scared until I'm in my house alone at night. Yeah. And I'm scared. Then it's like
1: immediately. I mean, how do you think I feel <laughs> when I'm sitting there and you guys keep sending me these demonic gifts? Yeah, that's my bad. No, it's not. You love it. Another thing, my aunt joined in on it the other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of the nun. And that's the one that like of the conjuring. That Noted. shit really scares me. God Noted. damn it. <laughs> 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 that movie, the conjuring, where it's like going across the wall and all of a sudden like it disappears. Walking across the wall or like crawling something. It's been a minute since I it's seen just it. like on the wall, like just kinda like floating. And it's mm-hmm. but it's not looking at you. Then all of a sudden it reaches a spot and the wall's just blank and then the face comes out of it. And like they always get you with the, like I'm getting chills right now talking about it. But when they hit you with the music I dropped an F bomb in the movie theaters. Like,
0: Fuck But you wouldn't what movie was it that we wouldn't watch? The other conjuring movie? There's yeah. a group of us we went. I'm the worst in a movie theater. Yeah, I
1: thought you would be like, Oh, this is good. You were more terrified than I was. I I am so jumpy. Like
0: at the end of the day, like I'll go home, I'll crawl into bed, I'll be fine. Doesn't <laughs> scare me. But I am super jumpy. So I don't get like freaked out or scared. Yeah. But I am going to jump, I'm going to scream, and I'm going to overreact to the point to where we were watching that movie, and people were laughing at me. Oh, like, I don't even think they were scared anymore. It was just, hey, let's watch the big dumb idiot piss his <laughs> pants behind us.
1: Well, I do the whole, like, I'm going to look up or away. or kind of like do, like, oh, my my forehead itches, uh-huh. but, like, I'm covering <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, this is, oh, I missed it. What happened? I try to be brave,
0: like, oh, I'm watching the screen. Mm-mm, my ass is looking at the top corner. <laughs> That's a, I don't know that what's a, going on. That is a great tip. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'll react, but it won't be as strong because I just saw it out of the corner of my eye. Like ah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'll go, I'll go top corner, or I'll
1: go bottom corner on you. That is a genius idea. Mm-hmm. There you go. Dude pays $13 to go to the movies. Don't even <laughs> fucking watch it.
0: <laughs> it's better than like putting your hand over your face though.
1: Cause that's so obvious. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And but it's I, hard for I, me to hide. <laughs> I've been there too. I don't
0: get like spooked out, but yeah, I, I get super jumpy in movies. Movies are like the only thing that do it for me.
1: Like haunted house. You're fine and stuff. I've,
0: I've only been to those a couple times. I don't like strangers touching me.
1: Yeah. Me either. But people love to Ooh. go.
0: But it, it, with those, it's not about, like, oh, you jumped out and scared me. Like, I don't get big reactions from that. It's just, I don't really know you, so, like, don't be touching me. Exactly. Because what, what if you're an actual guys. murderer? I don't know if we talked
1: about it on the podcast or <laughs> we, we talked about it at the bar. It's just, like, I don't know which one of you fuckers is actually going to try and stab me. Mm-hmm. Is that well, a real knife or a fake knife? Some of them take night? it over the top, though.
0: You're yeah. Like,
1: okay, got
0: you. you got me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking let go now. But they don't. you like, hey,
1: bud, let go. So, uh... <laughs> For a while, like, I've been very, very vocal about how much I hate haunted houses because the amount of times I was forced to go to one mm-hmm. without wanting to. So I learned a trick of, like, hey, just play it cool. Like, you enjoy this once you're in it. And when you come around the corner, be like, hey, sh- Person behind me is really scared, and they're like, Thanks, man. And then they just forget about you. So, there were times where I just got through fucking crystal clear because so I'll be like, Oh, man, dude, we really scared that guy. I'll figure out their name, talk to him while we're waiting in line because you got to wait two and a half fucking hours and watch oh, a movie three times. It's so stupid. And they're like, Are you excited? No, I'm not. This is awful. There's a big game on right now. Why am I here?
0: Yeah, why am I here on a
1: Saturday night? Exactly. This is stupid. Yep. I'm kind watch of Watch Hocus waiting. Pocus three um, times. <clears throat> oh, that one. That movie's terrible. Can we be honest yes. about that? It's so dumb. And every time the girls are like, oh my God, let's like reenact this. Or like, I what? see it on TikTok where they like, what? not like reenact. No. <laughs> God dang it. You no and wonder today, you bro. Have viruses. <laughs> no, they do the lip syncing of the whatever on the On TikTok. Just, yes. And I was like, that's so stupid. Like, that movie's so dumb. I, d- I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I watched it for the first time last year. I didn't Mine like was a couple years ago, and I got the, you've never seen this before? No, <laughs> yeah. I haven't. But you get that all the time. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> It's like a fun game for us. Yeah, Pulp Fiction, Go to Club that's 609, <laughs> and then be like, hey, big country, have you seen this movie? And what song is what this? What movie? <clears throat> no. <laughs> yeah, what song, what movie? That's always a fun game. Um, also, don't forget about our great sponsor in Miners and Monroe. It is getting cool out, and they have fresh Fall apparel for you guys. Uh, Definitely check them out on Instagram. Hopefully, it doesn't crash this time. But uh, the guys over there at Miners and Monroe always updating their story, showing you the cool products they have. It's more than just clothes. So if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I don't really need new clothes, don't worry about that. They've got all kinds of cool stuff in their shop for you to check out. Or maybe if you have a birthday coming up, tell your significant other, like, hey, check this place out. I don't know that I've ever seen anything in Miners and Monroe and was like, oh,
1: don't want that. Yeah. They, I mean, they are so much stuff. They have the vinyl records. They have, um, the old throwback baseball caps mm-hmm. that are real nice. They have like records in there. Uh, you've gotten sunglasses. They got nice shoes, suit coat or suit jackets. Excuse me. Yep. Sport coat sport. And that's what it's called. <laughs> it's called a sport coat. Uh, definitely check
0: them out though. So use the code mikedup up 10 for 10% off. But now let's get into your power rankings. It's power ranking time. Um, you got some heat this week, but I feel like you. you I redeemed myself. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't see as much. Obviously, we post them on like Instagram and Twitter, so I get the notifications for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but when I posted it this week, I did mention these are big countries' power. Rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Here are big countries' power yep. rankings. Take a look at them. I'm not tied to these <laughs> things
1: at all, but uh, here we on go. Someone on Facebook was like, hey, does, uh, I, I don't know who this big country guy is. Does he know football? And I went to comment back. Week? Yeah, and I went to comment well, on my account. He doesn't, but I accidentally did it through the Mic'd Up account. <laughs> and people thought it was hilarious. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, they probably thought it was me. <laughs> probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I will do that, but I... I looked at your power rankings and there are times when I disagree with you and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think that team's very good. I think you even asked me the other day when you were doing it about like, Hey, what do you think about this team? And I was like, no, they fucking suck. Like, put them lower. (laughs) But I, I also saw our guy, Andrew Magnuson uh, tweet or comment somewhere. It's actually, it's pretty difficult to do these power (laughs) rankings. And I think a lot of people do jump out to quickly criticize probably because their
1: team is a little bit lower or, you know, because they're not as high on this tier. That is the most enjoyable part is, like, last week when it kind of blew up and people were like, this sucks, this guy should be fired. Like, oh, I'm blind, blocked, Duh. wasted my time reading this. Love it, by the way. Thank you so much. I genuinely mean that. But then I was like, I would I, I think there was like five or six of them that I commented back, and I was like, hey, like, why don't you like this? Why do you disagree? Like Help me kind of understand maybe where I went wrong and what am I not seeing that you possibly are and then you just come to find out well the 49ers are not ranked in the top 10 like another power ranking that they saw earlier in the day so this one fucking sucks right yeah, and, and that's and it's fine but hey here's also the thing 49ers lost mm-hmm.
0: so and so many people want to play that game of well this team beat that team exactly so they can't be ranked higher like it's a long season i mean we're i heard that with teams.
1: the i heard that with the bills who is my number 1 team right now mm-hmm. they were ranked third last week and I was like oh but they lost to the steelers week 1 i was like yeah and it's like, well, the Steelers suck right now, so that's like, just goes to show maybe the Bills aren't that good, and they haven't really played anybody. Like, that's all kind of true statements, but at the same time, the, who the Bills have played haven't been really the best teams. Yes, they lost to the Steelers mm-hmm. week one. That's week one. All right, that, killing everybody. Yeah, and it's like, not right, like right they're now. Winning, you know, twenty to seventeen, and, and not like they're killing. They are literally like just shutting teams out. They've yeah, done it Mitch twice. Mitch Trubisky's playing. That's how bad. He might get a starting job next week because he's getting so much damn playing time. I was like, oh, look at that. He's actually pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, somebody might trade for his ass. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, But the Bills do come in at number one for you. Up from number three this week and number two team is Red Hot. And this is probably 100% my fault for just questioning them. Doubting them might be a better way to describe that. But the Arizona Cardinals come in at number two. Up from number eight,
1: and I believe they're still undefeated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You so. need to do the old uh, tradition breaker. Start cheering for him. I just don't. Start being a fan of James Burns and Kyler Murray, and then I'll be like, oh my God, Miller's on our side. Now we suck again. Yeah. Ah,
0: we suck again. I like their <laughs> defensive players quite a bit. Buda Baker, one of my favorite safeties. Isaiah Simmons, whatever position you want to play him at, I love him.
1: You see Michael Parsons tweet today, by the way. I Stop did. Stop asking me what position I play on defense. I'm just a football player. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. But yeah, with the Cardinals, it's just it is 100 percent Kingsbury and a little bit Kyler Murray, <laughs> like his height, just a little, <laughs> a little, little bit, a little A Little Yoda. Yeah. Because I even like to watch him play. I just don't really like him. There's something about him.
1: Even He's just got before... like that smug look on his face, and it's like, why are you so entitled? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I get it. Yeah, because you've won the Heisman. Like you're top in the number one pick overall in the pick. MLB. You got $4 million said, nah, I'm good. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the NFL. Number one pick, and now your team's undefeated. You're year years of starting quarterback.
0: Maybe I just need to be honest, and it's like, it's just jealousy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, you're short as shit, okay? <laughs> Stop it. How are you it. so
0: good when you're five foot eight? Fuck just you! I respect don't. it, but, <clears throat> but the Cardinals sitting at four and zero come in at number two for you, and then they're in division. I, I guess this is kind of a rivalry. It's, it's going to be a. It uh, might be now after yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be a competition. The Rams come in at number three, previously at number one.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean the Rams are still good. I don't want to call this a fluke because I want to give credit to the Cardinals. They've been playing very well, and the Rams just bounce back from it. All right, there's a learning lesson in this game. You can be beat. So, now you're not necessarily riding as high on, like, oh, people can't stop us. Cooper Cup, you know, wasn't much of a factor this past week. I think he even tweeted something like, hey, stick with us. We'll be fine. Or something motivational. Like, just don't give up. So, <laughs> Like uh, Urban Meyer? Ex- well, hey, we're going
0: to get there eventually. But this one we
1: trust because it's Cooper <laughs> Cup and not Urban. <laughs> uh, so, that's kind of my, the- my my deal with the Rams here. They're going to be fine. There's a lot of season left. Next up, the Bucks at number four. I almost dropped them more. Because this was a close game against the Patriots. It really was. And it was, I mean, you're a foot away from losing this game on a field goal kick.
0: I did see a lot of people tweeting and talking about this game, though, with the Patriots. And the Bucs weren't getting credit for going into uh, Gillette Stadium and beating a pretty decent team. Like I can can see that. But at the same time, when you're doing your power rankings, Mm -hmm. I, I can understand dropping them a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's only a by two. Uh, so I had them at four there at two last week. And then next up at number five is the Green Bay Packers, who was four last week. But some of these teams are also going to drop because we had to make room for the Cardinals. I mean, they came up six spots from number eight last week right up here. So there's nothing different with the Packers. I still think they're really good. You just got to keep things rolling. That's my only concern with them is that something might fall apart. During the year, and this is another team, you know, who might be interested in a Stephon Gilmore, knowing they're probably not going to have an Aaron Rodgers next year. They're probably not going to have a Devontae Adams after next year. Just go all, all in. in. Exactly. Last dance. Yep.
0: And this is the part of the rankings where I see most of the hate coming from is the Packers, Browns, Cowboys, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Like those four teams, I think they're all neck and neck, right? Yeah, there. like
1: everybody wants them to be in the top five. And it's like, guys, that's four teams in itself. Right, like, and then we're gonna have everyone else arguing about oh, what about the Cardinals and the Rams
0: and the Bucks? It's so similar to the college football rankings. Yeah, it's like oh, Cincinnati should be up there. Yeah, but are they are they a top five yeah. team? Are they a top four team?
1: And the Packers play Cincinnati next. I mean, that's gonna be a true test for both of these teams on who they are. And you you have the
0: Browns at six. Mm-hmm. You do seem to be a pretty big Browns supporter i know
1: you're not like a fan of them but yeah you
0: you think very highly of them
1: i it's hard to not be right now you know their defense is flying around and i know we talked about the game plan with matt nagy and justin fields a couple weeks ago but i give almost all the credit there to the cleveland browns defense you're able to sack him nine times this is a Mm -hmm. quarterback who can run and use his legs and he was literally not allowed to do that again i know we blame the play calling on Matt Nagy. Or on Justin Fields, just not being prepared. He also didn't have any time. Yeah, like, the offensive line A second too. and a half of you snapping the ball, looking up, and here's a freaking dinosaur-hunting Miles Garrett in your face. <laughs> dinosaur hunting? Yeah, he loves dinosaurs. He almost went to Ohio State so he could study whatever it is in dinosaurs. Oh, no shit? Yeah. But he's like, fuck it, i go sense. to Texas, you know.
0: I thought this was another penguin thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> like where, where are you going? That's <laughs> when I thought
1: I was like, oh, Miles Garrett's actually kind of cool. And I was like, dude, that's fucking weird. I think it's amazing. I mean, it is, but at the same time, like, could you imagine this guy being out in the middle of a field hunting din, like, not hunting dinosaurs, <laughs> but like looking for like uh-huh. fossils and stuff?
0: Yeah, six four two seven, like an
1: archaeologist, and you're like, holy shit, shit, this like, guy. Well,
0: we could call in a crane or like Miles. You want to pick this thing up for us? <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, dude, we know you're a dinosaur yourself. Like, where are they at? You track them down. And
0: I, I know you saw this too, but like, he got the random drug test. <laughs> Go sleeveless
1: for a game. Then gets the random. I never drug like. I never processed of him wearing sleeves before. I guess I didn't either. Because like when I saw that picture, I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh, I know. Like I it's... couldn't imagine being an offensive lineman, and I know they're a different breed, mm-hmm. but that's also a different breed of Miles Garrett. And to see that and go, I'm, I lost. Yeah. Like every single play.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, okay, I get it. He's he's fast. He's also really really strong. It's like
1: his shoulder, bolder shoulders are the he size might of my be, head. Like,
0: the most athletic person in the NFL. When you calculate it, everything from speed and strength, ability to jump.
1: He's the first person I think I've looked at and been like, that dude has really long arms. And no head. Tiny little head. Yep. <laughs> Massive arms, legs. And his, shoulder, I mean, his shoulders are huge. I, I feel like I keep saying that.
0: Guys, what's stopping you from looking like Miles Garrett?
1: <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> everything. Mainly <laughs> genetics to start with. But you are a big Browns supporter yep i gotta find out a way to say that but they have you have them at number six
1: <laughs> you struggled there little. i know
0: because i want to say you're a big browns fan but you're not a browns mm-hmm. fan you just think that they're
1: good yeah and uh, i think there are some people that are like oh why are we not giving credit to baker or something like that or like they almost lost to the vikings because they won 14-7 this past mm-hmm. week and i was like hey none of us are expecting baker mayfield to be like some mvp level quarterback and if you are you just need to stop expecting that because he's not that guy. Like, allow him to be who he is as a who can manage the game, can take care of the football, can make throws when needed, and he's also very good at handing the football off to a, a Nick Chubb and Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt. Yeah, I think and that there's he's nothing a good wrong with it. And you yeah. know that I don't particularly like him, but I, I think he's a good quarterback.
0: I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. You've but definitely I, could. I don't know that he's ever going to be like the top five MVP guy. No. Which, if I'm the Browns. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Or if I am a Browns fan, I would be fine with that.
1: Especially after the last 20 years of not being able to fucking find anything at the quarterback position. Yeah.
0: And maybe you don't have to pay him as much as some of these other guys yep. are getting paid
1: $33 million a year. Thank you.
0: Yeah. The Browns look very good. The Cowboys, the team we've been talking about a lot today, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott was getting some shit, even from us early in yep. the season. Uh, he looks to be bouncing back from that. He's going to shut us game. up this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I do. I like the Cowboys. I think that their defense is probably still bad. But, when you have guys like Trevon Diggs out there getting interceptions every game, and that offense can score enough points, I don't think that it's really that big of an issue. I mean, again, we're Chiefs fans. That defense is absolutely terrible, Yeah. but the offense can score a lot of points. I think that's what the Cowboys are, too.
1: Yeah, and Dan Quinn, I mean, let's give him some props, because this defense was awful last season, Mm -hmm. and now they're somewhat competitive. I mean, even with Diggs being able to get turnovers— that's also due to the scheme of just him being allowed to be put in positions to get turnovers, and he's taking full advantage of that. So I like what the Cowboys are doing. A lot of people were like, hey, why in the world did they drop a spot even after they beat the Carolina Panthers? Because to kind of jump ahead here, I had the Panthers go up two spots even though they lost. I thought it was an impressive loss. I might be like, well, how the fuck is it impressive to lose? It's the fact that— Proving
0: that you can play with a good team.
1: Exactly, and people might say, "Well, oh, well, the Cowboys let off. They did. But that also goes to show Carolina was like, okay, let's take advantage of this. We can go score. Even though we did have two turnovers in the third quarter, we're going to come back from this. And they almost did. And so next up with the Chargers at eight, they moved up two spots as well. Big win against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think this goes to show that they're not messing around anymore, the Chargers. And I said this when I did my TikTok video, whatever you want to – like just video kind of breaking these down. It's a TikTok. It is. I'm on on the old TikTok. Lean into it. Yeah. It's hard. It's (laughs) different. But – the Chargers, as long as they stay healthy, this is the team to look out for moving forward.
0: Yeah, I got a glimpse of Derwin James. Yep, being back. I mean, I he's one of those guys where I kind of hold my breath Same. and think like, oh, is he, he going to play all game? So far, he has. I think the Chargers have looked very good as well. Even mentioned it yesterday when Rob was on with us too. I was impressed by both of those teams. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the Raiders showed a, a lot of resiliency of like being able to fight back in a game, mm-hmm. of getting down big. Early And then still making it a little bit of a ball game. But also, like, it's a catch-22 because the Chargers got up big and they held their lead. They held the line <laughs> and, and won it. So, I was impressed by both of those teams. Uh, next up, you have the Ravens and then the Raiders at 10. So, the Ravens at 9. I'm still kind of waiting for them to emerge and be this dominant team. But at the same time, I keep remembering Everyone's hurt.
1: Exactly, they're and that's why games and everyone is hurt. And that's why they didn't move up or down this week. Is because they beat the Denver Broncos, who were undefeated. I know the Broncos haven't played anybody, but the Ravens still took care of business on the road in Denver. So it's one of those deals where, like, I'm almost kind of waiting for it to explode in a positive or negative manner. Like, is everything just going to go really bad all of a sudden, and they just fall off this year, or do they just keep rolling? That I don't know. So they stay at nine with the Raiders at ten. They dropped three spots. It was hard for me to kind of take them out of the top 10 because I think it was just a Derek Carr interception that kept them out of this game late with five minutes left, and it's still a decent team.
0: Yeah, it ran into a, a good team. It's mm-hmm. so, like another
1: top 10 team. You know, it's like you just you pretty much swapped places with the Chargers here, and that's okay. It's an in-division game. You were on the road. Plenty of season left. I'm not necessarily going to say I'm a believer in the Raiders, but, like, next up you get Chicago, Denver, Philadelphia. Plenty of time to kind of get things figured out before you go into the bye week.
0: Yeah, and a couple of the bottom feeder teams that you have, too, uh The Jaguars move into last place.
1: Yep. Yeah. Urban Meyer, that's the reason.
0: <laughs> and again, I mean, still even just trying to figure out what is going on with Urban Meyer. It feels like there's something else that comes out every day or somebody's still talking about him. I can't imagine, after reading some of those quotes yesterday, that he can stay this whole season.
1: No, I... I- I don't know how he can this week, I mean, honestly. And I don't know that he wants to. Like when we talked about it yesterday with Rob, like if you got players laughing at you when you leave the room after an right. apology like that, Bob, they have zero respect for you. Right. And even, you know, some of those players even say, like, he didn't have much respect coming into this thing. Yeah, coming from college. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I'm sure they've heard from other teammates, of like, okay, hey, this guy's kind of questionable. And then you bring in, you know, the weightlifting coach from Iowa State who got fired from racist comment Mm -hmm. and then you bring in tim tebow everyone's looking at this like what the hell is this guy doing
0: yeah and i he's not making it any better that's for sure so the jaguars come in if you're if you're shotgun
1: and the jaguars do you fire this guy this week or i mean what do you wait for i I, after the so that's what i
0: think is they're in a weird spot right now because you do have a game to get ready for yeah on monday he might be fired I think they let him coach this week and then they might look at a situation to where he is fired, but you just almost had to get through this week because they didn't play Sunday, obviously, all this stuff. When did it happen? Saturday.
1: Yeah, because they played Thursday. They had a Thursday mm-hmm. night game. And then
0: and then it all comes out on Saturday, play a game Sunday, or the, everybody else plays Sunday. I think this could just be a situation where they're looking at it and saying, "Oof, we got to get ready for this game, then maybe afterwards. Or, you know, if it continues to not work, And they get to a situation where they're like 0-8. Might want to go
1: ahead and do it. I mean, we're going into week five. They play Tennessee this week. So, let's say he does get fired Monday. I'm sure Tennessee's going to blow them out of the water. Right. Because they have zero run defense and the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Mm -hmm. Maybe you fire him that Monday, and then you go into Miami with the fresh start and then into the bye.
0: And you already have all these distractions. Like, they were playing bad, and now you have all these distractions. Yes. It's, It's going to be very, very tough for them. I, I don't know, though. I don't, I don't know. I would be surprised those... if, they, if he gets fired next week. I don't think he'll finish the
1: season. Who would you make the interim coach? Because, I mean, that's his staff. That's an easy decision to make.
0: Charlie Strong. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. He is such a player's coach. That would honestly probably save a lot. And, like, the thing about Charlie Strong is that he failed at Texas, not because he couldn't recruit or really not even because he couldn't coach. He just got, I think, tired of putting up with the bullshit and, like, couldn't find a good quarterback. And, you know, some of those guys that were very highly recruited were still so entitled. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're going to bring back Texas. And they didn't. So I, I would see what he's got. But also, I liked Charlie Strong, so I'm a little biased. I'd give him a chance, though, see what he can do in the NFL. He's I mean, he's coached at Texas, so that was a high level yeah. job. He was a head coach at Louisville. I don't know I don't know who else they have on roster. Maybe there's a guy who's a more obvious answer that is like in place there. But I know that when I see pictures, it's always like Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong. Yeah, and their offensive coordinator is Daryl Bevel. He might I mean he'd be another guy who's been in the league for a long time. Yeah.
1: I do like the Charlie Strong idea though. That's not bad. Especially What do you being... have to lose? <laughs>
0: Like it's a win-win if you're a Jaguars fan, because if Charlie Strong comes in and he is good, it's like okay, thanks for your service for a year. Now go back
1: to being our defensive coordinator. And then do you know who they go higher next year? Brian Dable, right? My like, buddy Trace you know. has been like, you know what? You guys don't want Urban Meyer to get fired because then that's gonna fix the Jaguars. <laughs> he's like, he's like, if you want that, go for it. Uh-huh. And that's just like, oh, like what you do. is like, you reverse and flip it. It's like, oh. Maybe you should keep Urban because, like, I don't want Brian Dable going with him and Trevor Lawrence. See, but I
0: do. Like, I do want to see what Trevor Lawrence would be, would be like with a good coach. And even when Urban Meyer came to the Jaguars and it was like, okay, he's going to draft Trevor Lawrence. He's not a fit for what Urban wants to do.
1: There. And that's why people thought Justin Fields might be the pick. Right.
0: Yeah. So that, that never made sense to me either. But uh, who knows when he'll get fired. Hopefully, I say hopefully, probably sooner than later. <laughs> I don't want to like call for another man's job. Did, I don't know if you also saw this. So many people just outraged at um, Emmanuel Acho yesterday because uh-huh. he put out a tweet, and I he went to Texas too. But I don't have like a biased favoritism towards him. But he put out a tweet about like getting really comfortable condemning people and their actions. And I quote tweeted it and said, like, yeah, actually, I kind of agree with him here. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm cool with Urban Meyer cheating on his wife.
1: No, I feel like I've you I've been said on the that. other
0: side yeah. of that, and I know that it sucks. But at the same time, I think we all know somebody who's cheated on their spouse. Yeah. You know? Right? And yeah. uh, what, you know, I had a really close friend cheat on his spouse. And I said, I don't, I'm not in favor of what you did. It's shitty. Still one of my best friends. I'm yeah. gonna support you. We'll get through it. But at no time am I. Like, hey, yeah, that was cool. But like, what people on Twitter acting like they're all high and mighty. And I, I saw so many people tweeting about Emmanuel Acho and like, oh, is it okay for you to cheat on your wife? Is that what you're saying? And I found it really funny because we go, we used to, we used to travel a lot and go to tailgates, go to the Senior Bowl, go to all these events. And there are so many coaches that cheat on their wives, their spouses, openly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a secret. Go to the Senior Bowl. Go to where these coaches hang out. It's called veets You will see coaches leave with legitimate prostitutes. But because Urban Meyer got grinded on, we're like, oh, he shouldn't be in the NFL. If you're firing everyone in the NFL who's ever cheated on your wife, you don't have a league anymore. You don't have enough guys <laughs> yeah. to coach anymore. And again... Not saying that I am, like, on board with cheating on your wife. He shouldn't have done it. But let's not pretend like he's the only one.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just the one that got caught doing it. On video. It. And the other thing is, I don't think a lot of people realized, the bar that this happened at, there's a picture of him <laughs> and his that. wife. It's his bar. Yes, uh-huh. like, up top, like, above, like, behind the bar, like, yeah. a decorative piece. And his wife is, like, hugging him and celebrating a national championship. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> And there's other pictures where he literally has two wedding rings on, like a uh-huh. thick black one and then a gold one. And then you got your wife up to your left. It's like in a, a condom, picture. man.
0: You put two of them on,
1: cancels each other out. There's too much friction. Yeah. And then you got a picture of your family. Apparently that just closes everything out. And it's yeah. like, hey, uh, it is shitty. I do want to say appeal. that.
0: He should not have cheated on his wife. Duh. But I do have a problem with some of the people on Twitter. And I'll tell you again, we've been out. So, a lot of places, I've seen a lot of shit in my life. I have also seen some of these Twitter fingers slip off a wedding ring and put it in their pocket.
1: Yep, I I saw that, too, and it was just, like, that shitty. <laughs> right? So, I mean... I mean, the moment I see someone do that, I lose all respect for you.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry that you didn't get caught on video and that nobody cares about you. Yeah.
1: Like, I've had friends, like, growing like even through college and stuff, like, working, you know, in the restaurant industry, that people would be like, oh, like... We slept together. Yeah. Like, don't tell my boy. I was like, Fuck you.
0: Or like, I you know, automatically
1: like anybody, like at any level, it's just I lose respect for you in that level. It's like ah, that, that you're a shitty person mm-hmm. if you can do that to somebody. Yep. That you Meyer, care about. Shitty person. But yeah.
0: also a lot of shitty people on Twitter as well. Yep. I know we talked about it before on radio too. I don't remember who it was, but somebody got a DUI and everybody was out there acting like they've never had one. I don't have one. Was it Steve Kaim? Might have been. (laughs) You don't have a DUI. I shouldn't laugh. No, I don't. But, you know, there's so many people that be like, oh, my gosh, what a terrible, terrible thing for this guy to do. He's a piece of shit. And I'm like, actually, one of my good friends has a couple. Yeah. Still a good guy. He's made some mistakes. Not condoning the action. Also understand, sometimes people mess up.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I think it's probably okay to just be like, man, that was shitty. We don't have to be like, Urban Meyer should be fired for this. Because should he be fired for it? Like I said, a lot of coaches are actively cheating
1: yeah. on their wives. Now that shouldn't be the reason that he gets fired, and that's not. what I don't. I feel like that's not what we're saying. It's like he should be fired for cheating. on It's the fact of like being such a distraction, mm-hmm. and since and he's at the been same time there, being bad, <laughs> exactly, and since being, and since being there. Let me go ahead and stutter my way through that comment. Jesus Christ, Austin, it's like. It's been one bad thing after another, mm-hmm. and this is just literally the cherry on top of the worst right. Sunday that's ever been made in the yeah. world.
0: It, like if none of that other shit happens, and they're four and zero, and he gets caught grinding up on some girl, he goes into that meeting on Monday, mm-hmm. probably to a standing ovation.
1: His players are like, I don't, yeah.
0: But you know it's true. Like That's my coach, right? <laughs> yeah, you know that it's true. I mean, it, it that stuff happens, it does again not condoning it, but let's not pretend like everybody in the NFL is perfect. All right. Let's mention some of our great sponsors before we move on to some draft content. Going to go over uh, a lot of the quarterbacks. I have about 15 guys on a list that we can talk about here, but club 609, another one of our fabulous sponsors go in there. If you're in the Joplin area, lunch, dinner, no matter what. And they did extend that happy hour. It's two o'clock until eight o'clock. Now, two over one drink specials to our draft pours. And, some of the best appetizers, bar bites that I've ever had. I mean that honestly. The chad nachos, get them. I think about them frequently.
1: Oh, they're so good.
0: Probably too often.
1: I mean, even the potato skin appetizers. The delicious. tenders. Mm-hmm. The ahi tuna bruschetta. The. I know you're not a seafood guy, but like, mm-hmm. damn, that just slaps. The chicken quesadillas, absolutely. That gets people laugh every time you say it. I'll take the chicken quesadillas. But next up, Downtown Lube. (laughs) Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com. They are more than just tires and lube. Mark Ed and the guys pride themselves on getting you in and out on the same business day. Again, be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com.
0: And let's do get into those draft quarterbacks. This year's draft class, I've mentioned it a a couple times frequently. It's not very good. There's a lot of name recognition coming into this year with guys like Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell. But it, we've kind of seen them shake out towards the bottom uh, of the class. And even Spencer Rattler struggles this year. The, the team, the fans chanting, we want Caleb. He's seen his name fall drastically now. And I saw Mel Kuyper put out some of his quarterback rankings. He put out his top five. And the way he has it, a surprise quarterback, I think for most people, is going to be Malik, Malik, Malik Willis from Liberty A senior quarterback, too. You don't see that as often as you used to. Senior quarterback out of Liberty. The number one overall quarterback on his board right now. I've seen our guy Jim Nagy tweeting about him and the year that he's having. It's looked really good. And he's very athletic. I mean, I I want to put him almost on the Lamar Jackson tier of athletic ability. I don't know that he's quite as fast. I don't know that his 40 time is going to hit like the four threes. But I think it's gonna hit four four, low four five. But he's also thick. He is not, you know, the 6'3", 200 two yeah. hundred pound that he's 6'1", 215, yep. Yeah, and he even looks bigger than two fifteen. I mean, he really he looks like a running back out there that can also throw the ball. A lot of arm talent, very strong arm too. Uh, to, a couple of the questions on him though is he plays at liberty. Mm-hmm. They really haven't played anybody so far and accuracy concerns which maybe those can be fixed at the next level but i did think it was very interesting to see mel kuyper have him qb1 i don't know that i've seen many people and i haven't read much so far but to have him
1: qb1 already and uh coming up into the draft here like looking at tankathon and we see the top five picks here for what the draft would look like if the season ended today. With him being the number one quarterback, I think if once Mel Kuyper says it, a lot of people just kind of fall in line of like, okay, this is the guy to pay attention to moving forward, where would he come off the board? Because like Jacksonville right now, number one, they yeah. have a quarterback. Detroit, they have a quarterback in Jared Goff. The Jets, they just took Zach Wilson Philadelphia. It's currently working with Jalen Hurt, and then five, it's Atlanta. Yeah, and I think you do have to wonder, I do at least, will we see a quarterback go top five?
0: I wouldn't be surprised at all if we don't see a quarterback go top five. But there are there are so many quarterback-needy teams. I, it, what was it like three years ago, there weren't very many or something. I don't remember. But this year, there are a lot of teams that, do, that could replace a quarterback, even Detroit, mm-hmm. right there at number two with Jared Goff. Maybe they want to make it work for another year with him, or maybe they say, nope, no thanks. It's not working. So would I be surprised to see a quarterback go right there? Nope. I wouldn't, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they say we want to do another year of Jared Goff and see what happens with him. The Jaguars and the Jets won't take a quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, they just did. But even moving into right now to the number four overall pick, the Eagles, they probably like what they've seen with Jalen Hurts so far, but this is also uh, a new GM. So maybe we could see them go in that direction. And, you know, if Malik Willis is able to shine at, like, the Combine at the Senior Bowl, assuming he goes there, then maybe he does work his way into this conversation. I think a, a pick, a spot that I would keep my eye on is number 5 in Atlanta. Yeah, There was already rumors of them moving on from Matt Ryan. And I think no matter what you think about Matt Ryan, obviously I'm not his biggest supporter. Some people are. I think you can see that it's time for a rebuild. It's probably time to blow this thing up. You already got your new coach in there. Maybe you give him a chance to look at some of these other quarterbacks that are there. Maybe you try to see if you can trade Matt Ryan. I know we looked at that contract a couple times and said, oh, you can't trade it. Then Carson Wentz got traded. (laughs) Then Matt Stafford got traded. So you can. You can trade it. It might hurt you a little bit. But there's also going to be a lot of quarterback needy teams that probably aren't in a position to draft a rookie quarterback. Yeah,
1: and that's teams like Washington right now. You know, Houston, they might be collecting a ton of draft picks once they move on from Deshaun Watson because it clearly seems like he's not going to be there. New Orleans is another one. We don't know who Jamison is week to week. So it's like, does that get figured out? And then Green Bay, they have Jordan Love, so they're fine there in terms of possibly moving on. But, (laughs) like, at the same time, there's still so much going on in the NFL right now. How does the rest of these guys? How do these guys look going into the rest of the year? I mean,
0: Denver is another team yep. that could use a quarterback that's probably not going to be in a position to. Draft I need them. to go
1: back and watch that game because I want to see how Drew Locked looked coming in for Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I,
0: I haven't watched it. I've box score scouted it, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it to see uh, what actually happened there. But a couple other quarterbacks that he has on his list here: Malik Willis comes in at number one. Matt Corral, I've seen his name shooting up boards, and I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people want to be early. They want to find that guy that is the Baker Mayfield, the Kyler Murray the type. The Zach Wilson. Yep. And I, I think a lot of people wanted it to be Matt Corral. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that he's as good as people are ranking him. Yeah. I
1: mean, he's a I six don't foot, like 200 him. pound quarterback. I mean, he had a, like what? The five touchdown game the other week, a couple right. weeks ago? And mm-hmm. people are just like, oh my God, this guy's a difference maker. He played Alabama. Didn't seem like anything like, kind of really popped off the screen watching no, him No, nothing
0: wowed me about him. I, I think he has a pretty good arm, but kind of like you said, nothing pops off the screen of like, oh, this is special. Yeah.
1: He's currently got 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns, which is good. Mm-hmm. But we're also, what, six weeks into the college season? Right. and
0: then you watch him play Alabama, and, I mean, he – he just looks like another quarterback.
1: And, like, granted, that's Alabama, but at the same time, Alabama's defense, I feel like, <clears throat> resembles an NFL defense. As Urban Meyer said,
0: <laughs> playing in the NFL is like playing Alabama every week. So, I did—I thought he struggled. For him to come in at number two, I don't think this is like a, oh, my gosh, he's really good, he's QB2. For yeah. me, this signals that's QB2. That's what we have to work with right now. And so, I, I did not come away impressed with him or the games that I've seen so far, there's still a lot of season left. Maybe he can change my mind. Yeah, But that's another situation where QB2, where is he going to be drafted? Usually, number two. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I I highly doubt we see quarterbacks go 1-2 or even 1-3 would probably
1: surprise me. The Giants right now are sitting at 10. Again, if the season ended today with a 1-3 record, there's a ton of teams in the NFL with that record right now. They would be picking at 10. Do you think they're a team that would be in consideration for a quarterback? Or does that... Do they do another year of Daniel yeah, Jones? Yeah, it's just
0: so hard because he played well last week. Yeah. So, like, right and now— they picked up a win. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Right now, I think they probably keep going with Daniel Jones. If you would have asked me last week, I would have said they're probably going after a quarterback. <laughs> Put them in the Matt Ryan sweepstakes. Uh, but right now, I don't know. I think that that's the problem with Daniel Jones. He'll be really bad sometimes, or he'll be very bland and doesn't do anything. And then you're ready to give up on him, and then, boom, four touchdowns. Yep. And so, I, I don't know. It's going to take a full year, if not more, to figure out what to do with Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the Eagles, we talked about them a little bit ago. Like They currently have three picks in the top ten. At yeah. Four, six, and nine. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people uh, are looking at that Deshaun Watson situation and
0: saying those are four really good picks, or sorry, three really good picks mm-hmm. that they could move. And then maybe adding in a Jalen Hurts to it as well. I know the Texans uh, kind of came out and said, to sources, they're not interested in Tua. I wonder if they would be interested in a Jalen Hurts-type player. Because he can be a weapon. He can be that mm-hmm. Taysom Hill-type quarterback to come in and run certain packages. We're seeing it with Trey
1: Lance. Yeah. So I, I think that he would be an attractive trade piece. And he looked fine this last week. I know Kansas mm-hmm. City's defense is, isn't that good. And I don't want to spend too much time on the NFL, but like I mean, he was making a lot of throws that, you know, were kind of questionable coming from college. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. hey, this kid can got it. Like this kid's got it. And looking at those Colts pick too, um, the Carson Wentz thing is gonna be interesting.
0: Because if the Colts play Carson Wentz seventy five percent of the snaps, they have to send their pick to Philadelphia. Right now, that's the number six overall pick. There's no chance in hell, if I'm the Colts, I'm letting him play that many games to give up the sixth overall pick. Like when you thought it might be pick 24 overall, it's whatever. But now you're sitting there, the number six overall pick. I'm benching
1: Carson Wentz's ass (laughs) at the end of the season, and there's no way he's touching the field. I mean, maybe here in the next five weeks, they figured out with Indianapolis because they play at Baltimore. Mm -hmm. That should, that honestly should be a win. At Baltimore? It should be. Like Baltimore's so beat up right now. I don't think there's any chance the Colts win that game. I'll bet you five bucks. Okay. Okay. And then <laughs> then they get Houston, San Francisco, Tennessee, and the Jets. Then Jacksonville, so Houston, Buffalo. San Francisco. The Jets.
0: I'm picking out
1: wins. Oh. Houston, the Jets. Those are wins. They should they should be able to compete with Tennessee. That's a loss in my book. San Francisco, depending on who you get at quarterback. Yeah, I think that's a loss for the Colts too. And then Jacksonville-Buffalo. And Wentz. then, man, and then they play Tampa Bay-Houston once again and then go into a bye week. So they get I, the last bye week of the season in Week 14. Jesus. I, I That's a long season for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. He's like full. And I struggle to find a couple wins there.
0: That's why I'm thinking towards the end of the season. If it's, uh, you know, we can play Carson Wentz
1: or we cannot and get this pick. <laughs> Ooh. Man, I bet some people feel real stupid for trying to be a fan of Carson Wentz yeah right freaking, who were those people freaking jackasses that's yeah. who they were
0: running their mouth doing the little choo choo thing on podcast just over the top two like who do, who do you think you are yeah
1: doing the choo choo
0: and then even I, it almost works out for them because if their record is not good I mean even if they're sitting around 500 I'm sorry I'm not giving up a top pick to have Carson Wentz for another year I'm also wanting to figure out what do I have with Jacob
1: Eason and Sam Ellinger yeah 'Cause I, both of those guys have played pretty well. So I, mean, I will take a look in at that. Preseason when he started and I think it was the third game that he started, so he's playing a starting defense, mm-hmm. I believe. And Eason I mean, a lot just, of potential there. It's just hard to come in and play the Rams, and then when you're, you know, too confident in yourself to attack the best corner in the league, probably not gonna go your way. Yeah. It also goes back to
0: look at some of these other quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Uh number three overall quarterback is Spencer Rattler according to, again, looking at Mel Kuyper's list. Uh, he's kind of the godfather of everything draft. But Spencer Rattler coming in at three. This is another situation where I look at him, and I say he's the third-best quarterback, maybe, but he's still not good. Like last year, QB three was Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> and this year, it's <laughs> Spencer Rattler. I don't know that I would put a first-round grade on any of these quarterbacks. It, it, just to round out his top five. Mel Kuyper has Malik Willis one. Matt Corral, two, Spencer Rattler, three, Sam Howell, four, and Desmond Ritter, five, the Riddler. I don't know that I would draft any of those guys in the first round. I I get the position value at quarterback, but I don't know that I'm looking at those guys
1: and saying, you can lead my franchise. You're going to turn this around for us. And, like, watching Spencer Rattler play this year, it has not been anything, like, to be excited about. Mm -hmm. It's just, why the fuck did you throw that ball? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how dude. can you not score points against West Virginia? Yes, you have all this talent, and I know a lot of OU fans will say like, "Oh, the offensive line's not as good." Man, it's pretty damn good. The only team you've blown out is a WCU to start the year. You mm-hmm. won seventy six to zero. Since then, Nebraska, West Virginia, Kansas State have all lost by one score or less. Yeah. This
0: is an Oklahoma team that should be blowing out
1: every single one of those teams. I mean, especially Nebraska, we've seen them just mm -hmm. choke everything away. And granted, they did at the end because they couldn't believe they were actually in the game with Oklahoma. But like West Virginia, you barely scooted by them. And then Kansas State, that was a competitive game all the way up Mm -hmm. until the end. K State was in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's where I'm at with Spencer Rattler. He's done nothing to show me he should be a top pick. I think there was a lot of expectations, a lot of projection of him coming out of of high school yeah, to where people said, okay, he's going to be a great quarterback. He's going to be with Lincoln Riley. But he hasn't done it. He hasn't been that guy yet. And he's played good. I'm not trying to shit on him, and I don't want it to seem like I am just because he's from OU. But he just he has not done anything to warrant being this high of a pick. I don't think that he has the traits either. Sometimes we'll look at quarterbacks and say, okay, you have all the traits. You just haven't really put it together on the field. Yeah, I don't think he has the traits either. He has, a, he has a good arm. It's not special. He's a good athlete, but it's not special. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with Spencer Rattler. And then, you know, number four on this list is Sam Howe. That's another guy who was pretty good last season, had a good rec- uh, freshman year, but then he lost all those guys, and this year it just hasn't looked the same. Yeah. I think he throws a pretty deep ball. Other than that, I don't know what
1: he's giving you. And I mean, last year with all those weapons, uh, granted, you're going to watch these guys more than I ever will. Let's just be honest with that fact. But I do feel confident asking, though, did he look good enough last year with all of those weapons where you could see him in the NFL and go, okay, he knows how to spread the ball around and get it to the right guy at the right time?
0: I still need to watch a lot of these guys because I I just really haven't this year doing you know the podcast now and looking mm-hmm. at mainly just specifically college football. I like Sam Howell more than Matt Corral and Spencer Rattler. So for him to come in at four, it's, it's not like a shock to me,
1: but I would have him – Higher than those two guys. So he would be your number one or number two quarterback so far in this class.
0: Uh, maybe.
1: Roughly. Okay. Yeah, I don't, don't feel you don't have safe put, saying yeah, that. <laughs> you don't have to put anything like Please don't direct. clip that out.
0: <laughs> uh, so no, no definitive statement there on that one. But I do like him better than Rattler and Corral so far. Again, I definitely need to catch up on some games. And I think Sam Howell's also shown a lot of athletic ability. I didn't know he had. He's mm-hmm. got a couple games where he's rushed for over 100 yards. That's pretty impressive. But it does suck for him also, though, that he came out in that first game. I don't know if it was week zero or week one, but it was that Friday night game in Virginia Tech. Kind of shit the bed. (laughs) And so I I think that really changed a lot of the perception on him. And then the number five guy I'm very intrigued by, which is Desmond Ritter. I think that he is a guy who's going to come in and be pretty pro-ready. So those teams that are drafting late in the first round, maybe you do take a little bit of a chance on him. You know, maybe if the Washington football team. Yeah, they say eh, we got an opportunity to grab a pretty pro-ready quarterback. It's not going to make a lot of mistakes for us, and he seems a, you know a mature kid. I watched the spotlight on him for game day when I mean, he's already got a kid. He's married. He seems like he has kind of has a shit together, just Damn. to be honest. And then, well, you some know,
1: NFL teams might take that as a knock, right? Didn't they do that with Derek Carr? Um, well, I think his might have been more of the like religious stuff. Okay. We wouldn't remember. be as like involved in the football because he was married already, had a right. kid, and was very religious. Like, oh, this is attention. It's crazy all some football. of the
0: stuff that the NFL will look at. And when you say NFL, it's like it's certain teams, mm-hmm. uh, but it's more than one. It's not just like oh, the Raiders didn't really like him that much. Yep, it's you know a good chunk of teams. But Ritter is a guy that I do look at, and he just almost seems like the safe pick.
1: I mean, yeah, he's 6'4", 215 pounds, mm-hmm. and we've seen him in all the big moments. And when I look at the other four guys. Uh,
0: Malik Willis hasn't played good competition, so I worry about that. Matt Corral looked very average against good teams. And he he also has a couple five-plus interception games under his belt. So that's not good. I thought I only did that in Madden. You right? could do that in college and still keep <laughs> uh, the starting job? He did. And Spencer Rattlers looked very average at times. Sam Howells looked very average at times. So that's why I'm looking at Desmond Ritter and thinking, this this might be a guy yeah that could emerge as – maybe even QB two. I can't imagine a draft class where Desmond Ritter is QB one. That's not a slight on him, but <laughs> come on, maybe we need something a little better. And that's why I started looking at some of these under the radar guys that I have. I've been a big Carson strong fan for a while now. Yeah. Him and Phil Drakowicz were the guys that I started out the season. them as QB one and QB two strong, then Drakowicz Drakowicz got hurt. It sounds like there's a lot of talk that he might actually go back to Boston College. So, that would be an interesting situation for him. Do you
1: think he would stay at Boston College, or do you think he would possibly transfer somewhere else?
0: I think he'd probably stay just because he's already transferred before.
1: Okay, from Notre Dame, correct? Yeah,
0: came from Notre Dame, transferred to Boston College. I mean, how shitty does that look for Notre Dame now? Boy, does it. Because yeah. you could
1: have used him last week.
0: If you have Phil Djokovic on this team, you're a top-five team. <laughs> <laughs> like, you probably beat Cincinnati. Yeah. And that's just I mean, that's how bad that quarterback position has been at Notre Dame. But I, I definitely think they would be a top five team. I still like Drakovich, but it's I mean it's like a broken wrist that he suffered.
1: That's tough. Was it on the throwing hand too? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So a broken wrist, I mean that's this might make me sound silly. Like that's a bone, correct? Yeah. Like, so that'll heal fine.
0: Should, yeah. It's yeah. not like a torn tendon or ligament. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Carson Strong, I like him a lot, but I just haven't really seen.
1: What a dumbass I am! That's like your wrist is a
0: bone. That's a bone, right, bro?
1: Yeah, when you say
0: broke, you mean bone,
1: yeah. (laughs) Not high. I don't even know how else to like to defend myself on that. That was a stupid question. We'll Doobie Brothers doing a podcast. <laughs> 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 Anytime
0: you say something stupid
1: like that, that's... What you smoking, dog? <laughs> yeah. Funny but enough. He, he broke nothing. a bone. He didn't yeah. tear a
0: bone. He broke it. And then Carson Strong. <laughs> I want to see more from him. I, I really need to look at more of his games and, and what he's doing. He's just, he hasn't been as impressive as I kind of hoped for him. But I, I do think that he's another guy that could still come on this season. And we get into October in some of these games where he really starts to wow people. And then this kid at Fresno State, a lot of people like.
1: I heard Kurt Street talking about him at the start of the year. Where he's like, hey, this Fresno State team is like definitely one to keep an eye on moving mm-hmm. forward. Like, There's some decent talent there. Yeah. And he brought up Jake as a quarterback. Yeah, like, hey. Jake
0: Hayner, the quarterback at Fresno State. I've seen a lot of people talking about him lately. And I almost think that he's falling into the trap of the Zach Wilson thing. Yeah. The, the Baker Mayfield discovery.
1: This is oh, like where people are like wanting in on it super yep. early instead of it being yep. something real. So he's real. played
0: a couple good games, and then people start praising him because they want him to be
1: I feel like that's really how it good. is with this kid from Pitt, the Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is another guy I mean, people he's been People have just been for forever. all over him the last couple weeks. I, I get know. on social media on Saturdays, and it's like, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. I don't
0: know if you saw my tweet last night. I think my Twitter algorithm is broken. I went to Pitt State. So I follow, like, some Pitt State stuff. Yeah. Last night, there were three tweets in a row about Pitt and, like, Kenny Pickett and the receiver they had there. I'm like, why the fuck am I seeing this? And then it hit me. Oh, okay. Sometimes I tweet, like, about Pitt. Yeah. You've got me mixed up. you got the wrong bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Wrong bitch. But I have been seeing a lot of the Kenny Pickett stuff, too. And honestly, I just, I don't get it. To me, this is the guy who's going to get drafted in, like, the third round and be a backup.
1: And that's honestly hey, uh, a really good You life. remember Will Greer? <laughs> like, Oh, that's my Kenny God. <laughs> I remember everyone was so hyped about him. Exactly. People were talking about him Out as a first-round right? quarterback. Because he beat Texas at mm-hmm. Texas. Yep. Like, game-ending throws. Like, oh, my God, he put it in the back of the end zone. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Cool. You everybody go to the senior bowl, special. motherfucker can't throw to the left. And that's
0: that's kind of where I'm at with Kenny Pickett. I, I think we want him to be good. He's probably, like, a good dude or whatever. I'm sorry, man. You're just you're not that
1: guy. Pal. You're just Kenny Pickett, man, and that's yeah. fine. Go be a backup quarterback, make lots of money, mm-hmm. marry a pretty girl, and live the rest of your days not getting Go hurt. Go be
0: Chase Daniel. Yeah,
1: like don't have to, you don't have to worry about a Miles Garrett hunt dinosaurs and you <laughs> in the same weekend. You're fine. <laughs> dinosaurs. Yeah, it, dinosaur bones. Let me clarify that. I don't want people thinking like, man, this searching guy thinks. For?
0: That's a better word. <laughs> searching. I don't know. When you just say hunting dinosaurs, I do picture full-on Jurassic Park.
1: There are out here somewhere.
0: I'm sure that you could go to GunSpot.com and find you something to hunt dinosaurs with.
1: I think it's called an elephant gun. If you know, if they ever come I'm back. I'm sure it has an actual name. But I swear, I've always like, just call them an elephant gun.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It probably does have an official name.
1: Elephant gun still works. We all know what it does. Mm-hmm. I it swear I animals. see every couple months, though, maybe once a year.
0: People will tweet or, like, there's an article about how they've discovered this fossil and it still has, like, the frozen DNA from a dinosaur. And yes. We could potentially bring them back. Where the fuck are they? I've been seeing that shit for five years. Either do it or don't.
1: They're but on a I'm fucking island, bro. We're still waiting for them fuckers to grow. Costa Rica. They're in their damn eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it takes, like, six years to to. Where's that, that, that little hat?
0: fat white guy with a beard?
1: <laughs> he's Get trying him to, up here. He's in all these meetings getting investors, <laughs> like, hey. See this fucking mosquito in this little ball, my cane? Mm-hmm. Got a whole island of them, Bubba. Got a bunch of blood in here. <laughs> a bunch of blood. You've seen that T-Rex? Not what they look like in the movies. Obviously,
0: that's a movie. How many mosquitoes did they have to bring back, like, one of every species?
1: Oh, shit. Like, was this
0: little tiny mosquito carrying the DNA of, like, 20 different dinosaurs?
1: Possibly. That's all them fuckers do. <laughs> Bite, suck blood. I'm, I'm allergic to them. Off to the next one. Are you really? Mm-hmm. That's tough. It is. They swell up like a motherfucker. Maybe I am too, because I feel like I get huge mosquito bites. Uh, you and probably they know. Itch. Like I'm. I don't. When think I was a kid. They got huge. Mosquitoes just love me, dog. It's your white skin. It is. There's like, is this some milk? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a <laughs> human. <laughs> nah, bitch. You milk. <laughs> we know you. Man, we and what's worse before. is I got a
1: tan line on my legs. I go from whole milk to two percent real quick. I don't even I don't even
0: know what that means, but different colors of white,
1: almond yeah. milk and whole milk. There you go. A, uh, a couple other place. guys,
0: football, college football. Yeah,
1: let's go back to that. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs>
0: yeah, not mosquitoes. All we're dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, A couple other guys that were on my list early on that I think need to probably go back to school. Uh, I had J T. Daniels on there, the Georgia quarterback. We've Which, seen guys leave early from there before. Jake Fromm did it, obviously, but. He's been so hurt that I don't know that his draft stock is really great right now. I think he's a guy that needs to return to school.
1: I mean, yeah, and he came from USC, right? He had injury mm-hmm. issues there too, which is he lost his job to Slovis, correct? To Keaton Slovis, who's yeah. another guy on my list and that now, I think needs to go back. And JT Daniels, I I don't I guess I just never really seen him or have like saw a picture of him or anything like that. And when they showed him on the TVs on Saturday before the game against Arkansas I was like, that is the most punchable face I've ever seen in my it's life. it's
0: right up there with Mason Rudolph.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's tough. Yeah.
0: It, I, he just he can't stay healthy at Georgia. I mean, last year, I remember watching Georgia play, and it was like, when is he going to—when's he out there? When is he eligible? Yep. And a lot of it was injury-related. Now it's like, who knows if he's going to play Saturday? It seems like every week it's up in the air, and he didn't play last week. Like he was out. I remember watching. I think he was watching game day, and it was oh, JT Daniels is on the field. He's warming up. Looks like he's going to play. Psych. No, it's not. Thirty minutes later, it was like a lap
1: issue, is what they said on the cover on the broadcast. I was like, uh,
0: okay. So that's just another issue. But even with with.
1: Slovis, like that Jackson Dart kid, which again has the dopest face paint I've ever seen (laughs) on a quarterback,
0: and a great quarterback name. Seriously,
1: like Mm -hmm. oh man, Darts just throwing darts out there, (laughs) bullseye. There's another one, but. Does Slovis have to be worried about losing that job next year? Yeah,
0: and that's a you know there's a couple guys that I think do. And with Keaton Slovis, I think he should return to school. I don't know if it's USC. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where else you go, but I don't know if it's USC. No, you're also facing you're going to have a new coach this year. Yeah, it's not the guy that recruited you. All those little promises that were made, those are gone. It could be a totally different offense. You know, it could be a guy that comes in and wants to run the option a little bit more. That's not Keaton Slovis's game. Yeah. So that he's a, another guy that I think is eligible, might want to look at a transfer.
1: Maybe a Wisconsin type of situation, because they don't got a freaking quarterback either. Nope.
0: Na- Notre Dame's going to need another one next year. <laughs> yeah. I, that's They're just going to be the revolving door of transfer quarterbacks now.
1: That's going to suck for them, because I feel like Notre Dame has turned into the LSU Like if they could just find a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, both
0: of those schools probably a, a candidate to lead, land Keaton Slovis should yeah. he transfer, because I do think that with Jackson Dart, he, he looked pretty good when he came in. Boy, and a D. new coach might say, I'd rather go with this sophomore quarterback and build something yep. than go with the senior guy. Another quarterback on my list is Emory Jones at Florida. I really liked him. I think he has another year of eligibility because of the whole COVID year. His draft stock's not looking great. And the quarterback behind him, the fan base loves. Yeah. Dan Mullen seems to love Emory Jones. But I wonder if he's going to be that starter next year. That might be another situation for him as well, where he looks at some different schools, some different opportunities. But I would like to see him go back to Florida and try to you know, either rebuild his draft stock, or prove his draft stock, whatever it may be, but also just getting another year in
1: college football. Like, that's not a, a bad
0: prize to win by returning to school.
1: Oh, absolutely. And the last guy you have here on the list, Casey Thompson, the quarterback out of Texas. Is this one of those guys where it's he's come in, he's done his job, he's played well since taking over for Hudson Card in week one, or like what, week two or three against Arkansas? Right. Is he one of those guys who comes back for Texas? Or is it, hey, Hudson Card just needed maybe another year of development and – you know, Sarkeesian goes back to him. Or does mm-hmm. he ride with Casey Thompson, who would be, what, a six-year senior at this point? I,
0: I think you have to ride with Casey Thompson with the way he's been playing. He didn't play great against TCU. Yeah. All right, we'll see how
1: he plays this weekend. Thank you, B. John Robinson. Yeah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> against Oklahoma. But he is another guy that I think if he returns to school, he could see his draft stock improve. And I don't mean, like, return to school, you could be a first-round pick for any of these guys. But, like, return to school, you might get drafted. Yeah. You know, return to school, find yourself in the third or fourth round like a kitty picket return to school now he's probably going to be drafted in the 3rd or 4th round yep that's an okay thing to do not everybody has to be first round pick. and there's
1: nothing wrong with living that chase daniel's life just no. being a backup that he's been it. he's been in new orleans, kansas city, chicago, now he's in la the dude has just been like
0: what detroit, city do i, I, I in detroit seriously yeah. like, like his okay, wife's go got to be like
1: oh my god we're traveling the country love it yeah just me and the kiddos go go to work babe now, I try to find my
0: way into like, okay, I'll go join the Giants for a year. I wouldn't mind Vegas. Yeah. Miami needs a quarterback. Yeah. I'll be there.
1: He's going to be like 45, still on roster. Uh, Who was it that just retired? Uh, Matt Schaub, who didn't even know the guy was still in the league. He's been a backup from Matt Ryan for like 10 years. He yeah. finally just retired. That's the new Chase Daniels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And some of these guys, like Casey Thompson as well,
1: probably live that life.
0: Yeah. It's a sweet life if you can get it. Don't turn it down. Uh, that's it for us today, though. We'll be back tomorrow, getting into some of these college football picks and previews. Obviously, a huge weekend. We have Texas OU. I'm excited about it. We'll be breaking that down, da- breaking that game down. Uh, I don't know what just happened to my think words. We're almost done, bub. Uh, don't forget about our great sponsors, Roper Kia. You can go in there if you're local to Joplin, anywhere near this area. They they won't discriminate if you're from ohio or anything like that you can go in there maybe just not the most convenient place to buy a car if you're that far away but go in there tell mike to sent you they'll give you one thousand dollars off your nicer newer ride and of course manscaped don't stop trimming now it's still time to do that holidays right around the corner a lot look. of a lot of ladies trying to snatch good, up fellas feel good. for the holidays look good feel good nobody cuff- wants to spend the holidays alone it's cuffing season cuffing course. season that's yep it. that's what they call it all right we'll be back tomorrow